You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho. Lawrence Holmes here with you. I'm glad that we have the opportunity to talk. I want to talk basketball and talk about what happened in the Western Conference Finals last night. What, what it's like to watch the Golden State Warriors. They're amazing. They, and I know it kind of goes without saying, because you're talking about a guy in Steph Curry, which if you've listened to Loho Daily, you've heard me talk about as one of the greatest of all time, that I think that he belongs in the conversation of greatest players who's ever played the game. Like, he's in the GOAT conversation, and entry into the GOAT conversation is you have to have multiple championships and multiple MVPs. And I think that he is in there. Like, you got to have one of those awards if you're going to be in the conversation. What's amazing is watching them without Kevin Durant. I'm not here to tell you that they are a better team without Kevin Durant. That would be silly because Kevin Durant might be the best player in the league, and having that guy makes a difference, and it allows you to bail them out. What I will say is that they are a different squad without Kevin Durant on the floor. I enjoy watching their kind of frenetic style of basketball. And they've got some special dudes on that team. Obviously, Steph, what Steph does and him working without the basketball, his movement without the basketball, I think is one of the best things about him as a player. The same can be said for Clay. They the Clay is is such a, a tough matchup. And there was a a point last night where Portland had a chance to to kind of get back control of the game. And they had a really good defensive play, forcing a jump ball. They have the jump ball. And then right off of getting the pass off the jump ball in one of the more awkward ways that you're going to see someone like Clay shoot because his you know, shooting stroke is so beautiful, he raises up and hits a three and it was it was just mind blowing, like the type of stuff that they do. I remember playing the old the, the old game double dribble. Remember that game? Da-da-da-da-da. And and you would shoot threes while falling into the corner, and they'd always go in because you knew how to to work the button so that the the three point shot would go in. That to me is Golden State. They make three pointers from these bizarre angles. They, they make three-pointers where you're like, that's a terrible shot, and it goes in. And that was part of the difference in last night's game. Portland took – they passed up some less terrible twos for terrible threes, and it cost them. It really cost them. And I know that, that, that Dame was playing with hurt ribs, and I feel bad for him because he's one of my favorite players in the league to watch. But every time that Portland got a lead in this series, Golden State was able to just go, oh, yeah, that's adorable. Well, we're going to do this thing where your lead is going to evaporate in three minutes. And no one seems to be able to figure out what to do. Terry Stotts is calling timeouts and he's drawing up plays. But every time Portland had a chance to try and, and and get back into it. It just looked like it was th- that they were being hit with an avalanche of basketball. 
And that's what Golden State is is all about. They they come at you in waves, and there's nothing you can do. Even a guy like uh, Kevon Looney ends up playing a great game for them last night where you're not expecting that. The, the thing that's so different when Kevin Durant isn't there is that everyone seems to fit into their roles extremely well. The, it makes a significant difference. The, everyone knows where they're supposed to be. They're used to playing with each other. They're used to everything kind of running through Steph instead of it running through KD. And it's part of the reason that I don't, I don't like when people talk about Steph as if he's Steve Kerr. That he's some sort of spot-up shooter that is only effective out of the corner. He's more than that. He's, he's a special guy that just changes the way that all of this stuff goes. But he's not the guy that I want to focus in on uh, in, in, in this pod today. I want to talk about someone else. But before I do that, I want you to hear from Steve Kerr. Because Kerr's really good about breaking this stuff down for those of us who are not in the game to try and understand why it is his team is so great. And he admitted in the postgame press conference that, look, they took on a – this was rough even though it was a sweep. And I agree with him. Those games were competitive. It's just at the end you knew – that the, the the movie monster or the horror film monster was going to gobble up Portland no matter what they did, no matter how hard they tried. But they, they did make it easy for him in some cases with some of the shots that they took. But listen to Steve Kerr, just a couple minutes of him talking about how great his team is, and then you'll hear him talking about the player that I want to discuss. I hope it doesn't uh, go unnoticed or underrated. Uh, you know, five straight finals hasn't been done since the 60s, since Bill Russell's Celtics. Uh, hasn't been done for a reason. It's really, really difficult. And uh, so I, I just can't say enough about the uh, competitive desire of the, the group of players that we have here and the, the culture that they've built together. Uh, you know, playing together regardless of injury. You know, we've had... Uh, you know, being without Kevin these last five games has put us in a, in a really tough spot, and our guys stepped up in a big way. Um, you know, a couple of years back, we were without Steph for uh, uh, over a two-year period. I think he missed, like, 12 playoff games, um, and we won nine of them. Um, so the group has a fiber to them uh, where when guys go down, uh, they find a way to... Uh, to come together and, and compete and win. Starts defensively. If you can defend at a high level in the playoffs, you always have a chance. Um, but um, I just think the experience of, of winning titles helps you in these moments, and it helps you um, continue to uh, move forward and, and uh, come away with victories like tonight. Steve Mark Schwartz, ESPN. Uh, Terry Stotts mentioned championship pedigree when he walked in here. And I wonder if you can kind of drill down into what exactly that is and, and the trust between your players, namely the great pass by Steph when he was trapped to Draymond for a three. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the championship pedigree, what that means is not panicking uh, in big situations and trusting your teammates, trusting 
what you're doing out there. Um, I almost called a timeout halfway through that possession because it looked like nothing was happening. And, um, you know, Draymond just did what Draymond does. You know, he, hit, he hits big shots. There's a guy who hit five threes in game seven of the finals a few years ago. Uh, when nobody else could make a shot, you know, he's, he's, he made five threes. He's not even a three-point shooter. So Draymond is just a big game player. Um, Steph trusted him, and that was obviously the, uh, the shot of the game. Let's talk about Draymond Green. Draymond Green, to me, is in a league of unique players. And we're all unique. We're all special. He has the most unique skill set. He, he, his ability to change a game is unreal. And what you saw both in this series and the series uh, against the Rockets that the, the Golden State Warriors played, one of the things that I think makes Draymond so effective is his ability to work off a screen roll. When the Warriors got to have it, when you it's when they got to have a bucket, they go to the right side of the court and they run a screen roll with Steph and Draymond. And Draymond is so fabulous on making the next, both of them are, and making the next decision. So the help comes over off of the screen. Steph has to decide what he's going to do. So does Draymond. Draymond you know, slips and dives to the basket. Steph gets him a pass. And then that's where Draymond is great. Because Draymond has a decision to make on what to do. Am I going to take the ball to the bucket? Or as the defense rotates over, am I going to find the open man in the corner? And that's usually what happens. He usually finds the open man in the corner and it ends up being a, a, a three-point basket for Golden State. You see the, the, the artistry and the brilliance in him as a player on that play, on that set. You get to see both of those guys do what they're great at. And then he will rebound for you. He will fight centers for rebounds. He's an unbelievable outlet passer. He's a good defender. He does a lot of stuff that, that, yes, it does show up in box scores, and we love to romanticize about the stuff that isn't in the box score. But my goodness, it, it, you talk about a complete player, and it makes no sense at all. No sense at all that he is this player. As a matter of fact, I had Jeff Goodman on the show, on the radio show, and I actually asked him about Draymond and how so many people got it wrong with with Draymond Green in the scouting process. Check out what he told me. Listen, nobody, including Draymond, thought he'd be this. He could say it all he wants, but I remember um, going over, we judged a slam dunk contest together in New Orleans, whatever that, that slam dunk three-point shooting deal is that Intersport puts on. It was in New Orleans. It was the two of us and uh, the little uh, running back, uh, Pierre from from the Saints, Pierre Garcon, uh, uh, not Pierre Garcon. Why am I blanking on Thomas. this? Pierre Thomas, Pierre Thomas, yeah, from anyway, here, from the area. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So it was the three, and and Draymond was so excited because he got paid. We all got paid five hundred bucks for it. Well, I think we all did. Maybe maybe Pierre got more than we did, but uh, Draymond and I got five hundred bucks. He was so excited to get five hundred dollars because it was you know he just graduated. It was the first time. But again, like I'm sitting there sharing the the limo. We're we're, we're driving over. And I'm thinking, like, maybe this guy will make it in the league. Maybe he won't. Like, I got no idea at this point. He was such a great college player. But you just didn't know the way the game was, was headed, right? And, and it fits Draymond to a T because everybody wants those versatile um, players and versatile forwards, and that's exactly what he is. And then you have the, the added bonus for Draymond that, let's face it, every three-pointer he takes is uncontested. So he's got time. He'll make enough because they are uncontested, but everything else he does. And I think the, the personality and, and, and what he brings to the table is perfect for that group. Because Steph and Clay, they're just so – I mean, Clay's super mellow, and Steph's pretty pretty darn close to mellow. And then you add KD, who's kind of in between, somewhere in between Draymond and those guys. So that you have, have Jeff's explanation that maybe even Draymond didn't think that he was going to turn into this, but what he has turned into is – the ultimate Swiss Army knife, You're kind of the 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 guy who's not super athletic, but athletic enough to make things problematic for you, especially on the defensive end. He's not a great three point shooter, but he comes up clutch in hitting three pointers, and 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 is one of the smarter guys. I am not a big Draymond Green fan. I think that he is a, a, an irritant and a little bit of a bully. But you can't look past his game. His game is, is ideal. It's what all of us like envision that we can be. Like You talk about glue dudes. Like it's, and that's a glue guy. Draymond is actually a glue guy. We, we probably give that title away to too many people who don't deserve it. That guy deserves it. He's an amazing player to watch. I know that it's, it's, it's a hard thing that I'm going to ask you to do because it's hard to take your eyes away from Steph Curry or Klay Thompson or if Kevin Durant is back, Kevin Durant. But just watch Draymond for a quarter. Pick a quarter any game of the NBA Finals and just watch him. And you will be watching an amazing player do stuff at the highest level that shouldn't be allowed. Because how can you be that intuitive, that smart, always, for the most part, making the right decision on where the basketball is going to go? These Warriors, man, they are terrifying. You take maybe the best player in the league off the team and they're scarier than they were when he was on the team. Congratulations to Steve Kerr as well. Another thing that, that Goodman said, and it made me think of Joe Madden, he talked about Steve Kerr handling personalities and people. And I think he's a hundred percent right about that. I, I think that Kerr and Madden share that thing where they understand how to get the most out of people. Now, later on this summer, you and I could be having a chat on this podcast about how Kevin Durant wasn't handled properly, and that's why he's a New York Nick instead of a Golden State Warrior. But what type of career has Steve Kerr had? 
as a coach where things just line up and they work out well. And he was the difference between the Warriors team being good and them being legendary. Mark Jackson had gotten them to good. And now we can have discussions about maybe the greatest dynasty since the Celtics back in the day. And seeing them go to five straight championships or championship rounds and five straight finals is off-putting to some. It's not to me. I'm enjoying watching the greatness, especially since my basketball team's not very good. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll have some more fun stuff. Thanks for checking out a quick Loho Daily.